0: You save it, refine it a bit, and then lay it down on us hot once we get there.
1: He's gonna make Patrick Mahomes do some little stupid throws. Take off the reins, just start
2: injecting those guys with frickin' uh, cattle hormones.
3: Doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. All right, we are back at Red Zone Rambling, home of the Red Hot Takes. I am John, and I am joined today by uh, the boys. We're going to do a quick roundtable, let them introduce themselves, but real quick in case you forgot. Like I said, my name's John. I am based out of here in good old Kansas, but a Green Bay Packers fan to the end. That's going to come important later. So uh, let's kick it over. Who wants to go next, boys? I got it. Uh
2: Hey, how's it going, y'all? My name's Matt, um, at RZR Matty on Twitter, I think, or MrSinger186, I don't know, one of those two, uh, you'll find me, uh, I like football, I like hot takes, I like hot food, and I'm very happy to be here, but as always, I am not happy that you're a Packer fan, um, as I am based in Sweet Home, Chicago, uh, Go Bears, unfortunately, all right, who's next?
0: <laughs> uh, I'll take it away. Um, this is Joe on Twitter, uh, at RZR Joe. I am based out of the bright and bubbly Baton Rouge area, uh, go Tigers. Just kidding. I am not a Tigers fan, but I do root for the saints and the Tulane green wave or roll wave. Um, I did live in Chicago with Matt at one point, not with him, but near him. And, uh, fortunately my bears fandom is not as deep as his. So lucky you. For good for my mental health yeah <laughs> no kidding
1: and hello i as you know am david um <laughs> i live in the chicagoland area i'll say the suburbs because that's more accurate than anything um you know but somehow i am a very very big buffalo bills fan let's go buffalo Um, circle those damn wagons. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's how that happened. Let's just say I took an online quiz and it came up that I'm going to be a Buffalo bills fan. I don't know. Um, that's fate. Yeah, it it really is. (laughs) But as always, I love being back here, John. I love being back talking with the boys, talking a little sports, getting, uh, getting some hot takes in there and, you know, going back and listening to our last episode that we did. Oh, that was, it was, it was pretty brutal. That's pretty damn brutal.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: ready to get back into it with you guys. This is uh we got some
0: exciting stuff coming up. We got play N- NFL playoffs, you know, baseball's right around the corner. We're in the midst of, is it uh, around the corner? Season yeah since spring training starts in february right? we'll see oh, the, wow, lock, we'll the lock
1: see. the lockout still and the lockouts still happening oh, oh yeah, they're, yeah, i think they're discussing yeah. it in a few days but they haven't discussed since early december and yeah there's a lot of speculation that we're gonna get a delayed start to the season so
3: you you know what there's no chance it's gonna happen but i'm gonna dive right in with a, a real quick red hot take um And then we can address our old red hot takes. But we we don't have to dive into this, but I'm going to drop this here. Uh, I really think – fuck the MLB. Uh, We started the XFL. We're getting the USAAF or whatever. Let's let's just start our own fucking MLB league. Let's take it back to 90s baseball, 80s, 90s. Let's start juicing these boys. Let's redo that home run derby. Let's make baseball fun again. Juicy, baby.
1: I mean – that's i mean that's definitely kind of been happening um in a way of juicing the baseballs that's true i feel nah, like making it good
2: I feel like all i'll say on that is we just gotta we just gotta take off the take off the reins just start injecting those guys with freaking um cattle hormones
1: there we go there just we get go. them big it makes the game fun we're gonna
0: make HGH fun. look like skim milk by the end of this. <laughs>
3: I love these guys are going to look
0: like all like Arnold Schwarzenegger's older brother.
3: Oh, (laughs) Yeah, That's what I want to (laughs) see. Well, with those red, with the red hot takes diving in there, let's, let's, let's take a trip down memory lane. Dave, you, you started the intro there. Boy, Oh boy. Do we got some, uh, some answering to do from our red hot takes uh, last time around, Dave, do you want to, why don't you kick us off, Dave? What do you, what do you take us back?
1: Yeah, so you guys uh definitely had to remind me about this a few minutes before we, we started this call here. Um luckily I knew where to go listen to where we, we dropped our takes, but holy shit man. Um I didn't listen to your guys's, so I'm looking forward to hearing what they were. But if they're anything near as spicy as mine, you're gonna have to be calling the the fire department or something because oh, oh they are they're pretty bad. Uh, they weren't bad, they're were pretty they're looking back at it, they're bad but like it they're pretty safe hot takes i guess you could say uh the well, first let's one, hear it man the first one i had was that trevor lawrence was going to be putting <laughs> up justin <laughs> herbert numbers this year and Ooh. boy oh boy was uh, i wrong
3: <laughs> well, hey where is that you know, in his defense, he, he probably did put up some of those Justin Herbert numbers. He just got the columns a little bit wrong. Yeah, got that touchdown interception one. column shifted. You know,
1: they're, they're shifted a little bit. Yeah, no, hundred <laughs> um, percent. No, I I mean, I, I think I still stand by what I said. What I said in that episode, uh, going along the lines that um, I think that he's still going to pan out and he's still going to be he's still going to be a good quarterback. Um, but this this first this first reason season was pretty pretty rough. I think that he also had everything going against him from not having much of a team to the team that he like like uh who who was it that DJ Chark he got he got injured pretty early on season ending injury so he was out. Um, you have your your uh, your oath of a of a manager coach over there with Urban Meyer. Hey, you don't um, talk bad
3: about about Urban. That man's not only a, a multi-time champion in the Big Ten, but he's got he's got the chop house out there with the best two-finger special in the market. Jesus.
1: Ah. <laughs> oh well, Lord. Well, he got some uh, pretty killer
0: dance moves too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: that, that really uh,
1: We should stop really like putting him through man. the grinder. <laughs>
3: Sorry, we always knew Matt, we always knew Matt that uh Urban was was definitely more of a college oriented fellow. His eye for talent pretty much caps off right about there. Oh sure.
1: He'd be really good on and like the uh like on the locker room playground or like the lunchroom <laughs> playground, you know, picking teams. He definitely. has, the, he, has the, he has the true eye for talent there. At-
3: Here's here's the best part, Dave. I'm fully I'm picturing fully grown as we know him today, Urban Meyer, out there on the on the like fifth grade playground, you know, doing his Urban Meyer bend over. Why Slipping not? Something miserable though? as those damn fifth graders aren't running them routes right, damn it.
1: If he wasn't <laughs> surrounded by
3: a bunch of losers right now.
1: Oh Jesus, man. And then he would also
3: kick them too. <laughs> well, yeah. How else are they going to learn? It's, he was just playing with the boys, man. He was just <laughs> trying to be one of the boys. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Well, I think that's enough of Urban Meyer. But, yeah, he's Trevor Lawrence did not put up Justin Herbert numbers. Trevor Lawrence was not the best quarterback of the rookie class, quote, unquote. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I, I without looking at the stats, Mac Jones is probably the best quarterback, hands down. Of that rookie class, performance wise, um, I it looks listen. like um, Joe's pointing to himself that he was the one that called that. I guess we're gonna be listening to that one later. Um, <laughs> you yes, <know>. you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, not good, not good. You know,
3: you oh. you set it up perfectly, Joe. Uh, why don't you take us in next into your. Your hot takes, one of which uh, we clearly just got a little sneak peek of right there. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if this is really a hot take. I think the question was, when we
0: were on the episode last, which rookie quarterback do you think is going to do to do the best in uh, this year in the NFL? And without hesitation, I said Mac Jones, because whether Mac Jones is, you know, a bum off the street or whether he is a, you know, seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback, um, it's Bill Belichick pulling the strings. And that's the guy they wanted. They got him. Bill Belichick really, really wanted him in the draft, and they were going to make him look good. It's, it's his dream quarterback, I guess, and that's his, in that situation in that draft class. And uh, as long as the evil genius is pulling the strings, Mac Jones is going to excel. And he did. I mean, you can argue that his play wasn't exciting or impressive to watch. I mean, a lot of it was dinking and dunking and You know, smart route running by his receivers. And it was also propped up by a really good run run game, too. I mean, Damian Harris had an excellent year. I think he scored like 14 rushing touchdowns and had almost a thousand yards. But um, you know, it's Bill Belichick. you know, he's gonna make anyone look good. And uh the only exception to that is Cam Newton, and I don't know what happened there.
1: Uh they're they're going they're going to the playoffs also. Yeah. So like and they're going
0: to to the playoffs. The only quarterback too.
1: Yeah. And they were in the fight the entire time for winning the division. So it's like like yeah, he was competent enough and he, he was playing well enough that he was able to do that. And right. I mean, I also feel that the competition around at least revolving that question of best rookie quarterbacks is uh everyone else is kind of really, really far from that Mac Jones year that he had. Because yeah, who else really started besides Trevor well, Lawrence? Then because we. Well, had, I mean, you
0: had you had you had Lawrence and you had Wilson, who both had very oh, underwhelming it, yeah, years. Yeah. Trey Lance, I think, just played like a few dozen snaps. You know, yeah, Trey Lance yeah. barely played, and then you had Justin Fields, who it's kind of difficult to evaluate him because you had Mister Clown Show yeah. calling the shots, and you had a tattered offensive line. You have let's be real one really good offensive weapon in Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson was kind of checked out. So, I mean, he also,
1: know. but also, uh, um, uh, whatever he, he didn't, he didn't play, he didn't play the, he didn't start the entire no, season. Yeah. He, he, he also had Andy Dalton season. in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did Nick for a couple of games. Yeah. So, yeah. so he, he didn't even have Mac Jones was the guy that had the entire season to play. He, yeah. it, it was his, it was his job. Besides, yeah, it was like besides him and Trevor Lawrence and, and Zach Wilson, there there they were those are the three, and really after Mac Mac Jones is like up there compared to all those other at least those two starting ones.
2: Yeah, well, I right. have the I have the stats pulled up, and in terms of total yards, Mac Jones finished number thirteen. He had uh, just over thirty eight hundred yards. Trevor Lawrence was seventeen. Uh, he had thirty six fifty, and then Wilson was. 30.
0: Um, and then but Trey Lance isn't even on there. Matt, Matt, for a second, forget about the yards. I want you to look at those same three quarterbacks. Look at the touchdown to interception ratio. I think touchdown. Matt Jones is the only one that has more touchdowns than picks. That's Lawrence correct. and Matt Wilson Jones. both have more picks than touchdowns, which is Matt so Jones is
2: 22 13 <laughs> Um I gotta go a long way down. Zach Wilson is nine. Nine touchdowns, 11 picks. Um, Trevor Lawrence is 12 and 17. Yeah. So nice. it's still the order. But when looking at touchdown and interception ratio, Mac Jones is the winner by far.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that's the only way to grade a quarterback. Um, again, I'm starting to get a little off topic here. Uh, but I Mac Jones, he, he performed the best of those guys. And I'm just really happy that one panned out. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, John, I want to hear what you have to say, because I know you, you were kind of oh. itching to jump in there a few times.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, hands down with the Mac Jones and all that stuff. Uh, he, whew, boy, he had a, like, realistically, like you said, I think you nailed it, Joe. Wouldn't say flashy or exciting uh, overall. Had his moments, but man, just a really consistent year. He, he was a guy that got the job done, plain and simple, uh, which... Yeah. Compares to one of my my takes from the last episode, I I thought Zach Wilson was going to go ball out. Um, I thought Zach Wilson was going to lead the Jets to uh, a winning season. I thought he'd he'd squeak them in there by a game. Uh, And instead, our boy Matt actually nailed it when he was responding to me last episode he goes yeah you know as long as zach wilson doesn't go out there and lead the team to something like a 4 and 13 record which is exactly how they ended (laughs) uh and the best part is uh zach wilson didn't even do that because you got to remember old mike white white lightning went in there for one game and put up 400 yards oh that was uh to win that That game like three passing touchdowns that was so much fun Yeah. So, you know, Zach Wilson not only did not lead the New York Jets to a winning season, uh, he didn't play the full season. There was like a legitimate question at one point if he would be named the starter upon his return. Um, And boy, oh boy, was I wrong about Robert Sala uh bringing something a little bit different to the new york jets uh they're the same old jets i don't know (laughs) i don't think so i don't i don't think that's i don't think that's the case i look i'm not saying they're not going to improve next year what i am saying this year same old jets that's fair uh it was the same old crap we saw uh i also was very much wrong on, uh, I thought Matt LaFleur's brother, Mike, was going to have a pretty dominant offense. Uh, Instead, their offense sucked (laughs) very much. Uh, And then my other take, though, I got to say, I got to give myself a little credit here. I was a little bit right, and my other red-hot take was that old Motor City Dan Campbell, I have to make up for the fact that last episode I kept calling him, Matt Campbell, who is the head coach of the Iowa State Cyclones. Um. (laughs) So Dan Campbell up in Detroit, I said, hey, I think Dan's got the boys buzzing. I think Dan's bringing something different. They're out there chewing kneecaps. Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions are going to surprise some people this year. And I would say they fucking surprised some people this year. There are four games they did not lose. Only won three of them, but four games they did not lose. That is significantly better than What the past five years in Detroit, yeah.
2: And let's also oh, sorry, Matt, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I saw a statistic where if every one-score game went the opposite way, Lions
0: would be nine and eight right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and let's not forget, John, back to your point. Even though they only had three wins, let's remember one of them came against the red hot cardinals, they embarrassed. Kyler oh yeah oh my god there there were people saying he could be mvp near the beginning of the season there he was an mvp talks and i mean this cardinals were number
3: one seed yeah yeah, undefeated also yeah and
0: and they and they they bit off those kneecaps and i mean the cardinals immediately looked vulnerable that's another thing about this year is there was no team that looked unbeatable and i think the the cardinals losing to the lions that was like okay They have weaknesses.
3: (laughs) I was talking to somebody else about this recently. And I said, honestly, this year's NFL season to me feels like more so than any other season. We saw the parody of the NFL. There was no team that you could walk into the week and go, this is definitely a win. Because even the Jacksonville Jaguars get a couple wins. The Detroit Lions Get a couple wins. Play a lot of games close. The Houston gets a couple Houston, wins. Texas, or, yep. Texans.
0: The Jets beat the Titans, who are the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. yeah. The
2: Jets. The Jets yeah. beat the the Bengals too, who are also a number one AFC team.
3: And the Jags and- beat the Bills. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And the Jags ripped the heart out of Indianapolis uh, on that one. Oh, that, was, Dude,
0: that was that that wasn't just a win. That was like a dominant display. I mean, they kept them right. to eleven points, and one of those touchdowns was was basically garbage, garbage time. time.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor
0: just... did nothing. Carson Wentz was horrible.
3: Yeah, it was great. I think uh, I it really felt like all of them walked in there and forgot they were playing for a playoff spot, right? <laughs>
0: They were playing I'm like okay they had the it. number 1 seed like locked in. It was mm-hmm. it was hilarious.
3: That um, or like they all thought, "Hey, I'm just trying to get ready for the pro bowl at this point." <laughs> like, yeah. Oof, yeah, seriously. Jeez. Matt, what about your takes? What remind us of where you were? Oh, yes. So, I actually wasn't that
2: far off. So, I had a I had a three-tiered take and it was surrounding Matt Stafford of the LA Rams. So, my first take was that he was going to throw for 5,000 yards. He was close. He was at uh, 4886 as of right now. So, and I mean, he's at least going to the playoff game. So as long as he hits like 100, 110, 120 yards, he'll, he'll be at 5,000 for the season.
1: So, I mean, I, I would say that even without the playoffs that you, that you hit that that, yeah. that, 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 that is close enough that, that you, hit, you hit that, damn. Uh the next
2: thing I said 50 50 touchdowns, no problem. Um, he ended up with 41. So not super far off. I don't know. That's like what 80, 82% of the way there, something like that.
1: No, that's that's I mean, you really you had a lot of faith in him. Um not even also not even knowing about Cooper Cup.
2: That's true. I had no idea that Cooper Cup was going to pop off the way
3: he did, but nobody did. Cooper Cup yeah. was not supposed to happen. That's no. like let's not pretend that there was anyone out there that was like, "I definitely know this is happening." I don't even think Cooper Cup <laughs> thought this was happening.
1: Damn, this is what it's like to be thrown to.
3: Yes.
0: Hey, when you're when you're a slot receiver with. A quarterback who is twice as good as Jared Goff. I mean, he's going to look your way a lot. Oh yeah. Um, and I I drafted him in a couple of leagues, kind of with that thinking in the back of my mind. I still didn't win any championships, but you know, I went far with him. He was a very valuable member of my team.
1: It's also crazy that Robert Woods went down, um, with this with was an ACL, and yeah. Like, and it was again literally just Cooper Cup. I mean, you got OBJ in there a little bit, but God, yeah, it was, it was it was it
0: was the Cooper 12. Cup show. OB,
1: OBJ looked like a you know, oh, he like came a in nobody. He, well, I mean, he came in and did he did he did all right for them. I think he got a few yeah. touchdowns, you know. Yeah, yeah, he, he got a couple touchdowns. Definitely, com- when Woods went down,
3: the comparison yeah. that comes to mind for me, and and yeah, maybe it is, I guess, because they're both white receivers that are unexpectedly athletic, but very much got like a Jordy yeah. Nelson with Aaron oh. Rodgers vibe. Sure. Um, of like, yep. this is not the guy that is supposed to be the guy. Like there is nobody out there that is, that looks at either Cooper cup or Jordy Nelson at that time and goes, Oh yeah, he's definitely like the undisputed wide receiver one here. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. And all from the slot too. I mean, like he wasn't one of these vertical guys, like, you know, Deshaun Jackson or whoever who can just sprint down the field and beat whoever is covering him. I mean, he's just a smart receiver. I mean, he had a lot of option routes who he he would get open that way. A lot of crossers off of play action. He'd just be wide open in the middle of the field for like an easy 15 yard game, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how that happened. I mean, Sean McVay, I mean, as much as I hate him, brilliant really offensive mind. Matt Stafford, resurgence year, better weapons.
3: You know, it was awesome. You know, I got to jump on that there, Joe. You said Matt Stafford resurgence year. It, can we call it that? Can okay. we really call it that? And there's so a lot of people, especially with how he ended the season, that are going. So, in, so in okay, so in terms of like.
0: Yes. Okay. So I will say in terms of career achievement, I mean, this is like the second time he's been to the playoffs in his career, right? He only went to the playoffs once with the lions and he he's achieved so much this year because the supporting cast around him is finally keeping up with his talent. Um, now the way he ended the season was absolute dog shit. And as a saints fan, I'm fucking furious at Matt Stafford throwing that horrible, horrible pick that stopped us from going to the playoffs. Um, but all things considered, I mean, he still had a fantastic year. New coach, new line, new new receivers, new everything, and I mean, he fit in like a glove. Um, you can't—I don't think you can argue with that. I mean, the end of the season was bullshit for him. He
3: didn't play well in that game at all. I think, but how? Uh, and this is a question I'll throw to the group: How long does Matt Stafford have? Not Sean McVay and not the rest of that coaching staff. How long does Matt Stafford have? Uh, to win its championship in LA before he gets placed in that category of quarter... almost a Phillip Rivers. He, yeah, the dude was good, but he didn't he win could. when it mattered. So how, how long does he have? So this is his 12th
2: season in the league. He was drafted in 09.
1: Um, I'd say two years.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's getting up there in age. Like, he realistically... He's probably got max. I don't know, five years. I'm going to would... think. Of,
1: like I said, two years, based off of what he does, what he has done this year. With, I would say, somewhat limited resources there, um, at least on the receiving side. You, you have Cooper Cup, yeah. You have Cooper Cup,
3: but you, you, you. They bring in OBJ. Uh, did, were they one of the teams? Didn't somebody? bring back uh who am I thinking of? Uh I mean they they had a pretty I don't know, I struggle with it's, the concept that it, he it's, didn't have a ton of help okay. out there.
1: I I I'll I'll take that back mainly just because I i heavily favor I heavily favored uh uh Robert Woods on, on on that team. Um I feel like with him going down that especially with how it was running before he was injured, it was it was a lot of Cooper Cup, but also Robert Woods was there as well. Um but based off of what he what he's done this year, and then I'm assuming they're just gonna try to build off of that. If he can't win a Super Bowl in two years, I mean, it kind of gets to the point. Then it's like, okay, well, what do we what do we do? Right. do we I mean,
2: I don't know how long he has on his contract with the Rams. I'm not sure what that looks like, but you know, it probably. Not more than another, you know, three seasons. Um, I don't think it was some like crazy marquee Patrick Mahomes type deal. So he probably has two more years with the Rams before his contract is up for negotiations. And I mean,
1: well, no, it's I like think, you got. Oh, sorry.
2: Oh, I I think that if he doesn't at least get to the Super Bowl, because I mean, we know that the Rams can get there with a very similar cast and an objectively like much worse quarterback and Jared Goff. Um, and we know that they can get to the super bowl and they can win the super bowl. Uh, you know, we've seen it in, what was that? 2018 I think um, after that shitty, stupid Rams thing that will not be named around uh, Joe Foster. But
0: I, <laughs> if uh hate the Rams, I know. Dumpster fire, horrible organization.
2: But I I think the, I think the key is here. If, if Stafford doesn't do it this year, next year, um, they're probably going to dump him and he's going to be some like wandering free agent. He'll probably end up in a shitty team that needs a quarterback. um, Almost kind of like a Carson Wentz situation this season. um, And he'll just finish out his season. Like, probably playing one-year deals um, if he doesn't retire first. But
0: So here, here's, here's my thought on the situation very quickly. I don't think it's a longevity issue. I think Matt Stafford has as many years in the tank as he wants. We've seen Drew Brees have a very long career, obviously Tom Brady, but he probably uses human growth, growth hormones or some shit to keep himself fresh. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, all these people have had very long, and you could argue... Toward the end of their career, they were still somewhat successful. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's a matter of longevity for Matt Stafford. I think it's a matter of how long can the Rams keep kicking the can down the road? Mm -hmm. They don't have a first round draft pick for like the next four seasons. So they're not drafting a quarterback in the first round in any of those seasons. If they want to take a chance on somebody in a lower round, sure they can. But you're not going to find the next Tom Brady or something, you know, especially the Rams. So I think he's going to
2: drafted in like the seventh round.
0: Well, do, do you understand I what, what you I mean? mean? I the Rams mean. only have those picks because yeah. they're all fucking gone. They, they keep kicking the can down the road. And what I mean by that is that they're signing these old people, all these old washed up people to kind of prop up their team to do a Super Bowl run every year. It doesn't work out for them. Their draft capitals non-existent. So they have to do this every year. And I think it's just going to be how long can they keep the talent and the other side of the ball updated For Matt stafford essentially because he's that entire offense right now i mean him and cooper Mm -hmm. cup i mean they're making the magic happen right um so how long can the rams basically keep that up with with what's available at their disposal to me their window is always going to be there but i don't think that they're good enough to make it to the like the next upper echelon of you know actually getting all the way to the super bowl winning it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and i think once they reach a point where you know they They'll have a lackluster season. You know, they won't have a first round draft pick, you know, shit's not going to look good for them. I think Matt Stafford will either retire or they'll trade him for some something. I don't know. Maybe they'll finally draft a quarterback. I don't know.
3: But Joe, Joe, you really nailed a lot of where I'm at with it. I think, you know, Matt Stafford's going to be around for a while. I don't think it's that question unless he chooses to retire and he might like, if it doesn't work out with the Rams, he might be like, man, fuck it. I spent too many years in Detroit I'm not going to another shitty team. I'm out of here. And I think he has earned that right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Matt Stafford, quality quarterback. Should have been able to win a championship. Had a wasted career to this point. Has an opportunity at redemption. But, yeah, I think he's on a two-year time clock. And the Rams, I I think, Matt, I'm going to disagree. I think he has to win a Super Bowl. Because if he takes them to a Super Bowl and loses again, guess what? to that franchise, he's just another Jared Goff. That's true. So he has to go win that Super Bowl within a 2-year time span or it doesn't matter. And at that point, we uh, it sounds like we all agree that for the most part, if he doesn't win one in in LA, he's not going to win one. Yep. Because he's going to unless he and if he does, it's going to be as somebody's backup on a Super Bowl caliber team.
0: Yeah. John, unfortunately, I think you're right there. Um, his, his window is with the Rams. It's going to be, it's going to be, he's winning a championship Rams are bust. And if they don't do it in the next few years while they have all these stars, you know, I don't think they're going to keep Von Miller forever. They're not going to have Aaron Donald forever. I mean, Aaron, they might have Aaron Donald for you know, the next few years, but they're, they're not gonna have all these stars forever no exactly you know? and I mean they they can't, have keep, a they, lot can't of... they have to replace them somehow and they, 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 they just can't keep doing what they're doing I, I just don't think it's sustainable
3: no but, if I they're mean... not careful they're gonna be out there looking like an expendables 3 movie you know yeah <laughs> yeah I mean they have a lot of they have a lot of old people
2: on their roster and I like I don't even know I mean two years like for Stafford sure he's probably going to be putting out you know similar seasons for a good long time i don't think stafford's the problem longevity wise i think it's the rest of the team that i'd be worried about because joe exactly as you said like von miller obj matt stafford um like robert woods even like even, even Jalen
0: are, ramsey yeah you know like cornerbacks those... i mean unless you're Deion sanders you're not playing in your prime for like 10 plus years you know
2: exactly And also all those guys are on like some sort of like free agent or like trade contracts. And they don't have, they don't have a whole lot of time left. It's the same deal as Stafford. No, it's either dump them or extend them. And I mean, I don't know, like pieces like OBJ Von Miller. I know they were picked up during the season, but I don't know what their contracts looks like. So their window might be this year honestly.
3: Yeah. Well, and I think the unfortunate reality for Matt Stafford, again, is that I, I agree. I think he can be on a two to three years cycle. I think he can put up solid years. I think he can go out there and be a solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is nobody is going to hedge their future on an aging quarterback that's putting up solid numbers. Why? Because he's not Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning got to go do that. Tom Brady got to go do that. Nobody's going to hedge their future on Matt Stafford, even though his talent will still be there. But since we're circling around the Rams and their future, why don't we talk about their immediate future? Joe, why don't you bring us into the the wildcard weekend here?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just real quick, I will preface this by saying it pains me to talk about the playoffs uh, because my saints are not in it. (laughs) Um, I was watching the actually well I watched the saints whoop the fuck out of the falcons that was no problem it was again the 49ers beating the rams even though the rams had a 17 to 0 lead so pains me to talk about the playoffs but we got to do it right so i'll start off by just opening up uh the discussion with the nfc cuz you know that's where my team is the saints so First game I want to talk about that I think is going to be really interesting and that I know Dave has a vested interest in is the Bills Patriots. Um, this will be their – sorry. We're this talking is about the AFC. AFC? Yes, sorry. I wanted to start with AFC. They'll I don't know why I switched UFC the two. Um, yeah, sorry, Dave. But I want to talk about Bills Patriots. Um, I think this is going to be really interesting. They split the series during the regular season and – each team that won won in very different ways. The first time, I felt like, you know, Bill Belichick just imposed his will against the Bills, and they could do nothing. In the second game, Josh Allen just was Josh Allen and just imposed being, his will he just against Bills. Imposed it. Bill. Imposed his will against the Bills. Right. So I really can't tell you how this game is going to go. Um, Dave, you told me it's going to be really cold. It's, so, I think it's going to be
1: like one degree. I think yeah. The- because it's, it's at 8 o'clock on Saturday, and yeah. I think the low that night's like 3 or something, but it's going to drop below 3, and it's going to be a cold one. Oh, yeah, yeah e- exactly. So,
0: so, you know, with all this in mind, Dave, what do you think your prediction for this game is? Although I have a feeling I know what you're going to say.
1: Well, I think that they should build a dome in Orchard Park. <laughs> but oh, yep. I think that the Bills are going to win the game. Um, I think that Sean McDermott and Brian Dable are going to learn from their mistakes. And they've also really been testing out Devin Singletary, um, the past few weeks, um, letting him really, really, uh, get a lot of carries in there. I think he had three games with a hundred plus rushing yards, or at least that, at least that, I know he at least had two, I'm pretty sure um but he, yeah he which for here the, the bills is good because they're not yeah. a running team exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. and it gives you another option other than josh allen who who had a who had a hundred plus uh yard rushing game this year it's like and yeah. that was the game when they were only using him to run to, to, on the ground which is like okay yeah. that's that's it's good that he can do it but this isn't good that, this is not sustainable exactly. that was, yeah that, he, he left that game afterwards with a boot on his foot so it's like yeah. can't be doing this um but the bills are going to win learn from their mistakes it's going to be cold it's going to be i think it's going to be a lot we're going to see a lot of brick brick hands out there a lot of drop passes um they're going to have to stay warm bills bills fans bills mafia is going to be loud uh but ultimately it's going to be it's going to be a win win for buffalo
3: we going to get any buildos flying in this uh no, that, that
1: that that'll be for that'll be for the Super Bowl if if uh if the Bills play reach out uh, Tom Brady. Which which spoiler for later he doesn't.
0: <laughs> uh well, I'll go ahead and predict this game. Dave, I'm going to have to agree with you. Um Number one, I love Bill Belichick. And honestly, the Patriots are like one of the teams that like, you're going to hate me for saying this. I low key root for because Bill's one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. I just love Bill Belichick. I think he's great. Yeah, um, go but kiss regardless, him
1: Joe, uh,
0: I will go kiss him just like uh, Tom Brady kisses his sons on the lips. But <laughs> I w- what I what I will say is, um, you know, the Patriots are just they're too raw of a team. Uh, I think earlier this year when they beat you guys, they
1: just really caught you off guard. Um, well, it was, it was an all-rushing game. Mac yeah. Jones threw the ball three total times. He
0: threw, he threw he threw the ball three times. They caught you guys off guard. Damien Harris was very very good. Um, Stevenson also very good. They have a very potent running back tandem. Uh, and then I think the second game was more indicative of what's going to happen in this game, in that this team is just very young, very raw. You have a rookie quarterback your running back, you know, is very young. You have a bunch of new players you signed this year. I mean, this team is good because of Bill Belichick, not necessarily because of the players he brought together, and that's the reason why I think the Bills are probably going to win this very handily. I think Josh Allen just is going to have at least two passing touchdowns, add on another rushing touchdown. I think Bill is going to try to impose his running game very early and it's not really going to work out for them. Tremaine. Uh,
1: I believe Tremaine Edmonds was out last game and he's their he's their big guy that stops stops a lot of the the ground game. So
0: yeah, yeah. Tremaine Edmonds, he's very important in the in the ground game. So he'll be there and healthy. I mean your team is very healthy um in general. You sent me the injury report earlier today and Man, nothing. Yeah, that was a thing.
1: Thin was a clean slate. Yeah, it was
0: it was it was a beautiful thing to see. Um and I just think Mac Jones is, I mean, he's a rookie quarterback. I think his ceiling as a rookie stops at wildcard game. I I I just I don't think he's going to be able to perform well enough in his first playoff game ever to beat the Bills. And so okay. for that reason, I'm going to say it's I'm going Bills thirty to seventeen. Let's just let's pull that out of my ass, uh, John. What do you think?
3: Ooh. Well, I'm I'm I've become thanks to Dave kind of a proxy fan of Bill's mafia um, and Josh Allen and, and what they've been able to do over there uh, and, and being New York's only NFL team. There we go. Uh, I got to have some respect on that. Right. I think Bill Belichick is a cerebral assassin. I think he's going to come in and he's going to, he's going to pull it out. Uh, but, I got to agree. I think that uh, Josh Allen and Bill's Mafia, they're going to circle the wagons. Josh and Sean McDermott are going to walk in there and and kick old Bill Belichick right in the shins and ask the question, how many times we got to teach you this lesson, old man, Uh, (laughs) as they march their way forward in the playoffs. Where I'm going to disagree, though, I think Mac Jones is going to have a really good game. I think Mm, what's going to be the letdown, I think those wide, that wide receiver core is going to shit the bed. They're going to be yeah. brick-handing it every time it comes their way. Uh, and I just don't think that that run game is going to work like it did the first time. Uh, and so I think you're no. going to see Mac Jones out there doing his damnedest and actually looking pretty impressive. Uh, but you're going to watch the rest of that uh, kind of crumble. What's going to be really interesting, I think Bills are going to have to watch – uh, obviously that run game, with the tight ends, if the tight ends and Mac Jones can get hot and they can just sit there and effectively run game you, but with their tight ends chipping away, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long game. I think, uh, I think it's gonna be a little bit closer. I, I feel, I feel more like a 28, 21 bills. Okay. All
0: right. Certainly more conservative, but you know, I feel more realistic as well. Maybe Dave has just injected a little bit of his uh, mafia blood into me and I'm I'm, I'm kind of feeling the hype, you know.
3: <laughs> Going to be jumping through some tables for too long.
0: Yeah. Oh. Well, we don't have any tables here, so I'll just have to use my desk. Yeah, because Dave sold the one to the Canadian guy. Because <laughs> Dave sold the one to the Canadian guy. Yes, he yeah. was drunk off lots of LeBot Blue. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Matt, uh, let's, let's wrap uh, this game up. Let's hear your prediction. What do you think? All right, um, I'm
2: gonna go from prediction into a hot take of my own. So quickly, I agree with you guys. This is four for four, four of four on the Bills. I say they're gonna win 35, thirty-five twenty-four for the same reasons that you guys have mentioned. I think the Bills are just a better team. I don't think Mac Jones is ready for for prime time like this, and it's it's a tough environment to play in. Um, it's gonna be at home. It's gonna be jarring, um, and I think Bills are going to pull away 35 24. Now, the hot take I have is about another relatively
0: hot team, uh, that being the number one seeded Titans. I oh, think. Oh, well, Matt, well, Matt, we're going to do all of our hot takes right after the playoff predictions. So uh-huh. you save it, refine it a bit, and then lay it down on us hot once we get there. But I just want to get through just our playoff predictions really quick. And then we will, we, you, you will just fire those spicy hot takes at us. Wonderful. Get ready for it, boys. Yeah, I'm ready. Now I know it's about the Titans, which I also have a hot take about the Titans, but again, we'll see. We will see. Uh, Anyways. Okay. So kind of staying with the AFC, I want to now move to chief Steelers. Um, I think this will probably be a quick discussion, (laughs) <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a lot of deliberation here. Can uh, I Dave start Lee, us off? Yes,
1: absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, I think at least in my notes that I wrote down before the, before here, you can all see. Um, I have the Steelers beating the Chiefs. Um, I'll discuss wow. that later. I'll discuss that later. Um, but I have the Steelers beating the Chiefs
3: i'll all go right. to next i'll go next here uh, because because i'm actually in the same boat uh and i can show my notes as well from earlier uh i have the steelers beating the chiefs i will be happy to discuss that more later oh are these both your these are these are one of my hot takes in for the realm of yeah. hot takes okay yeah, was good. Hot.
0: okay all right well i am going to uh Sink the you know the the Steelers party boat, and I'm going to say that the Chiefs are going to win because the Chiefs are better, and Big Ben is old and crusty and dried out, and he looks like a statue in the pocket. Um, Patrick Mahomes is better. The entire Chiefs offense is better. The Steelers defense is overrated, and they got into the playoffs because of a Lamarless Baltimore Ravens team, and that's the only reason. And a the baker only reason. The Steelers are in the playoffs. They do not deserve to be there, for all intents and purposes. They 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 do not deserve to be there. And the only reason they're there is because they played Tyler Huntley in Baltimore. So I'll just leave it at that. You know, I, I, can't I wait heard. to hear your takes later. I, I, I heard
2: in a movie too. I, I just
3: want I just want to say this. I heard in a movie once. Doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Dom yeah, and the Chiefs are going right to win on. by a mile on <laughs> on one day they play
0: Sunday, Monday. They're going to win by a mile probably a couple miles.
3: Oh, I love it. Matt, what are you
2: thinking here? Uh, well, I wrote down in my notes, Chiefs by 80. And I was all ready to be, uh, I was all ready to say that until, uh, I think it was Dave, we, um, the three of us, we got a group chat and somebody posted, like, let's, you know, like, uh, Ben Roethlisberger retirement party at Arrowhead Stadium or whatever um and because of that I think the Steelers are going to somehow win I don't know how it's going to be like some stupid like 24 23 or like some like some weird thing where the Chiefs have to go for two right at the end and they fuck it up um but I'm I'm going Steelers here just because whatever whoever made that picture
1: jinxed it so are you saying that that the three of us are are thinking that the, the Steelers are going to win. So, does that make
3: that this is Joe's hot take? This is Joe's hot take. That's what it <laughs> oh, sounds like.
0: Guys, guys, guys.
3: Welcome to Red Zone – Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, the Chiefs let's are dive favored in.
0: By 12 and a half,
3: guys. We'll, we'll, I can, we'll, let, we'll get into those explanations. Yes. Let's, let's hit yes. the last AFC game. Well, yeah, not the let's, last one, but let's last take for this a look, weekend.
0: Let's take a look at the Bengals Raiders. This is, in my opinion, probably going to be the closest game of all the playoff games this weekend. And here's why. the Bengals have been really, really hot lately. Joe Burrow has obviously been on fire. Um, they're they're playing great. Uh, the offense is firing on all cylinders. The defense is playing well enough. Um, but here's why I think it's going to be a lot closer than we all think. I just there is just something about that Bengals team that just screams, I have a huge major weakness. Please don't exploit it. And it's the offensive line. Joe Burrow is still, even though he has Jamar Chase and all these other weapons, he is still the most sacked quarterback in the league. You know, that is a glaring weakness. And I think the Raiders are going to take advantage of that. I think Max Crosby is going to feast. Even though he, I don't think he did when they played earlier this year. I think he's going to feast on Joe Burrow in this playoff game. The the Raiders are going to dial it up to eleven. They're going to, they're going to kick their shins and they're just going to just eat Joe Burrow for breakfast. Now, the reason I say it's going to be close is because I I don't think either offense is going to get really get into a rhythm. I think it's going to be a lot of three and outs, a lot of punting, a lot of field goals. Um, I still think the Bengals have the edge. I'm going to say the Bengals win, but it is going to be very, very close. And Joe Burrow is not going to have a good time, but that's, that's just what I think. I think He'll need to look for Jamar Chase a lot, obviously. He'll need they'll need to establish a run game if Joe Burrow wants to make it out of that game alive. But I'm gonna say Bengals by like two. That's what I'm thinking.
1: Okay. Well, I uh don't have as much thought behind it. Um I think that the Bengals are gonna win, but I think for kind of Opposite of what you're saying, I think that Joe Burrow is gonna absolutely find his groove and him and Jamar okay. Chase are gonna be going off. They're they they got that big spotlight um back on them again. They're gonna be back in the spotlight, they're gonna be going off. Maybe not a five hundred uh passing yard game from Joe, but I think they're gonna definitely get it done. It's gonna be an offensive heavy game. Um and you know, I I, I yeah. I think Bengals are going to win, let's say, uh, let's say 40, 42 to, uh, 42 to 35. So yeah, no field goals. No field goals. Wow. (laughs) Wow.
0: All cylinders firing for both teams. Okay. Bold prediction, Dave. All right. Matt, what what do you think? Oh, Oh. um, so I was very intoxicated
2: (laughs) when I wrote some of these, I was very intoxicated when I wrote some of these notes. Um, as you can see, it says, Joe Burrow, go and smoke a cigar, baby. In parentheses, Bungalis win. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I got Cincinnati. It. I got the Cincinnati Bungalis. Apparently, um, I think I think it's going to be definitely the closest game of the three. Um, I think it's going to be a decently high-scoring game. Um, I think that Joe, as you mentioned, I think the Ravens are going or the Raiders. They're pumped up. Um, They just beat their rivals to make it into the playoff. Uh, So they like they've got the momentum. Um, But then again, the Bengals, I think they just
0: they had a game their last their 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 last. Well, okay. well, they lost against the Browns because they didn't have Joe Burrow playing. Oh, yeah, Um, but the the game. But at that point, at that point, it didn't really. Yeah. Um, They they beat the Chiefs and they beat the Ravens the Ravens game was where Joe threw for 500 yards. Yeah. The chiefs game. He threw for, I believe let's see here, 446 yards and four touchdowns, no picks in either game. So I, yeah, I I think
2: to keep it short, I think Joe Burrow is going to, he's going to turn it on and the Raiders are going to be at 11. the, The Bengals are going to be at 12. I think it's going to be like 35, 27,
0: all
3: right, all right. Yeah, I'm I'm short and sweet here. The Bengals are gonna go out there. Joe Burrow's got some fucking swagger, he's a gangster, and he wants the world to know. Uh, I wanna believe in the uh, the, the movie guy and he wants to believe the Raiders could come pull off some storybook ending shit with an interim coach, Garrett Carr <laughs> finally gets his, you know, they get to take on the the the, the hot new Bengals, right? Like Yeah, No, fuck that. Joe Burrow's going to go out there. He's going to fucking... He's going to be having the cigar beforehand. He's going to walk off that bus and flick the fucking butt. uh, And he's going to go, let's go light this shit up. And Jamar Chase is going to look like a fucking jet. He's going to be burning this Raiders defense. They're not going to know what to do. Uh, It's It's open and shut. It's open and shut. Let's move on to the NFC. I think what would be fun is no context.
2: Let's just give scores. No context. And... If anybody, if anybody wants context, you can add us on Twitter. All right, All let's right. go. All right. Um, the first game I got is Bucks versus Eagles. Um, my score is Bucks over Eagles 34-17.
3: Wow. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks over Eagles. Uh, I'm going to go 28-7. All right. 7th. Woo. Please. I'm gonna go seven. Oh. Go
0: ahead, Joe. Sorry. I, no, you're good. Uh, I'm gonna do uh again, Bucks over Eagles. Uh I'm gonna say 3410. Okay. Blood bloodbath. This has bloodbath all over it. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh
1: yeah. If uh I guess I, I'm gonna continue the trend of bucks over eagles. I uh you know, I'll just say 48 to uh, 48 uh, 7. Whew. All right. Oh, mine was Um, bad. (laughs) I feel like some of
2: these are very easy. That will be four for four. I feel like this next one, Cowboys versus Niners. um, I have a feeling that we're all going to agree here. I say Cowboys over Niners. I say Cowboys over Niners 37 to 10.
3: I'm gonna go uh, and this will be part of my hot takes here in a little while as well. So I'm actually going Niners are taking this one off the Cowboys. Um, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be uh, what 28 32? Is that the it's gonna be like a three point game? Sure. Uh,
0: John, gonna agree with you. Uh, this was also partially one of my hot takes. Uh, I'm going to say 13 to 9. 49ers.
3: Ooh. Dave, what do you got?
1: Um, Cowboys over 49ers. Uh, let's just say uh, 48 to <laughs> seven.
3: <laughs> All right, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> All right.
2: Um, and then the uh, the final wild card game here. I think this is also going to be the closest of the three here. Uh, It's going to be Cardinals-Rams, the uh, the three-peat there, NFC West showdown. I say I think they split the series. Um, I think Cardinals are going to take it. I think it's going to be Cardinals win 35-31.
3: Cardinals are going to go down there and uh, whoop the shit out of Sean McVay and the Rams. Matt Stafford's going to have a bad – it's going to be a bad day. You got J.J. Watt back. Uh, Yeah. 35-0 35-0 shit. I don't know. It's wow. gonna be a, it's gonna be a spanking. Like they're gonna put it on. Wow. Uh I'm
0: 35-3.
3: I'll adjust.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with both of you. Um uh, I hate the Rams, therefore, they will win. So I'm going to say that's literally my reasoning. I I don't have any logic <laughs> to back that up. I hate them, so they will win. So I think the Rams are gonna kick a shit out of the Cardinals 34 to. 20. Sorry, the uh, Rams are going to kick the shit out of the Cardinals. Did I say the other way around? No, you said it right. Oh,
1: okay. I don't know what my brain is doing. Yeah, Rams are going to win. Dave, okay. is this going to be another 48-7 game? Uh no. Uh but I have the Rams over the Cards. Um are they call are they called the Cards in football? Yeah? Yeah, sometimes. I call them the Cards. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Rams and Cards. Um Rams are probably going to score like I don't know. I, it's going to be a high, high game. Probably forty-eight <laughs> to seven to, to the ten. Cardinals. To Cardinals. No, I, I'm going. I'm going to give Kyler a little bit more credit. Uh, forty-eight to twenty-eight. Okay. Okay. Everybody's
2: scoring forty-eight points in the NFC
1: Wild Card. I guess. Oh, yes, they are. So All
0: right. <laughs> Well, now that that's you know really. Facts.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so, I'm curious as to who you guys think are gonna be in the Super Bowl. That's gonna be that's gonna be some interesting interesting. I can't think of the I conversation, discussion, <laughs>
0: implications. Yes.
2: All discussion, things, yes, not mojo jojo.
1: Let, let me start that off here, and I think that it's gonna be uh the Rams versus the Bills. Mm. Get the three seed versus the three seed. You're going to be, be duking it out. Who do you think, though, no other than the Buffalo Bills will be coming out victorious, beating the uh, the Rams? Um, Let's say here uh, it, it'll be like 35, 37, 37, 28. All right. That is bold,
0: Dave, and I appreciate you sticking to your your hometown pride there. Not actually your hometown, but yeah, you know what I mean. Korea, Korea doesn't have an NFL team. Yeah, well, we'll say for you know the sake of argument that Korea's NFL team is the Bills for now. Excellent, at least this I year. Um,
2: I think I'll, of the Bills. I think of Korea.
0: Oh, undoubtedly so, and Niagara Falls. But anyways, um, I'm going to I'll go ahead with mine, um, my Super Bowl prediction. So I think Tom Brady and his fucking little, you know, little posse of pro bowlers and all pros are going to make it to the Super Bowl again, because, again, I don't like the Bucks, So that means they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, But also that team was set up not to fail uh, because you have Tom Brady, you have Chris Godwin. You have Mike Evans. You don't have AP anymore. Nope, you don't have AP anymore. Remember, because of that whole bullshit, which I'm not going to discuss now. But it doesn't matter if he's not there. Because you still have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk, Leonard Fournette. Godwin's out, isn't he? I I thought he was going to be playing in the playoffs.
3: I think that's questionable.
0: Look, even if he is out, you still have Mike Evans, and you still have Gronk, and you still have Leonard Fournette, and you still have the best offensive line in the NFC. And you have a really good defense. So, like, I mean, they're they're just good, they're they're gonna make it there. They're gonna make it there because all the pieces are there. And their team is, you know, it's always they're, they're always gonna make some noise. So I think we're gonna they're see. They're what the, Bucks the Rams be wanna be. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I think too. Um, except, you know, the Bucks surprisingly have made good decisions the past few years. The Rams, not as much, but or they have made the same you know, decisions in terms of logic and everything. They just haven't panned out. You know,
3: haven't like, paid off, right? So who you got yeah, in the exactly.
0: AFC? Yeah, exactly. So AFC, this was a tough one. Um, But I am leaning toward the Bengals. And I just, like, this is sort of a hot take because, you know, the Bengals, you know, they had a decent regular season. They weren't unstoppable, but they also weren't, you know, like mediocre. Um, But I just think like right now that team has like a certain kind of magic behind it that can't really be stopped, nor I can't really explain. Like Joe Burrow is really, really fucking good. And, you know, the last few weeks he's shown that. Jamar Chase, clearly rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Um, Really the only weakness about that team is their O-line. And that's why I think when they do make it to the big game, the Tampa's just going to absolutely shit on them. They're going to sack Joe Burrow a shit ton of times. He's not going to be able to handle the pressure, much like what happened to Mahomes in the Super Bowl last year. Granted, he had two of his starting tackles out, but I think Bucks Bengals, Bucks are going to repeat, and they're going to win fairly handily. I'm going to say 30 to 21.
3: Matt, why don't you go ahead? I want to hear your thoughts. All right. I think... I'm going with Dave.
2: I think bills are going to make it all the way. Um, I think they're going to be meeting the Dallas Cowboys. However, I think something tragic is going to happen to the Cowboys and the bills are going to roll over them. I think it's going to be, and this is, this might be a very spicy take, but I'm going to go for it. Bills over Cowboys 56 to
0: 10. Isn't that the same score as the, uh, 85 Super Bowl with Bears play the Patriots
2: oh I guess it is wasn't it 56
0: um, to 10 <laughs> I think so
2: is that where you got that that's where I thought you were pulling that from no that was just I, I didn't even think about that when I
3: wrote down the score but. oh
2: well
3: there you go it's embedded in there because as a Bears fan he can only think about the 85 season as their most oh, successful recent time. 85. <laughs> uh, you know I'm going to come in here, and I, I hate to tell you, boys, but these playoffs are going to be just like the college playoffs. The, right, the, the, the people you expect to win are going to win uh, at the end of the day. Uh, you're going to have the, the number one seeded Titans fucking come in there with a healthy Derrick Henry, and he's going to just curb stomp the AFC, uh, and they're going to march their ass right into a Super Bowl against none other than, of course, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and that that's going to be a close game. We're going to see a 17-14 game. Why? Because it's uh, it's not going to be high scoring. Both those teams have defenses that can get hot at the right time. They're both riding some emotional waves with some recharges. And they're both two of the teams that have arguably some of their most important players getting healthy right now for a playoff run. Uh, Those two teams are going to go duke it out. 17-14 Super Bowl. Green Bay Packers take home the championship, comes back to title town.
0: But, John, how will Aaron Rodgers beat his most famous opponent, the NFC Championship game?
3: (laughs) Well, you see, A.J. Dillon going to go out there and put that game on his back, and A.J. Dillon's going to carry it. Rodgers isn't going to have to do shit. and then. With right. Jair Alexander, Darius Smith returning on the defense, uh, defense is going to be fired up, and they're going to go save Rogers from uh, from the beast, just like we did when the defense slayed the beast for Rogers, finally getting his first win uh, in Minnesota mm. in their new stadium. All right. Well,
0: I like the vote of confidence for both of your home teams, Dave and John. I think that's uh... – Shows a lot of guts. If the Saints made the playoffs, I would have told you guys they would be eliminated
1: in the first round. But you guys yeah. seem a lot more optimistic than me. <laughs> I'm sure, Matt, the same with the Bears. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, the Bears are going to the Super Bowl next year, guys. I'm calling it.
3: Great. I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Let's let's dive into the – wrap this up. Hot takes. Let's oh. We've been flirting with the idea. We've been flirting with them. We've Best been Urban Meyer out there tickling. Let's just dive in there. Let's get him.
1: Okay. This is what's gonna happen. The Steelers are being the Chiefs. We're gonna talk back about that for a second. Uh, TJ Watt, the 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 season sack leader is gonna come in. He's gonna make Patrick Mahomes do some little stupid throws. He's gonna <laughs> he's going Patrick Mahomes, they only show his fucking highlights. They, I mean, there's this year they started to show some more of his mistakes because he had a lot more of them and there's a little bit of a skid there, but he was he was really throwing some bad stupid balls. I think that T.J. Watt's gonna put a lot of pressure on him. He's gonna force him to really throw the ball away, really do some stupid things. Um, and I think that Najee Harris is also gonna run all over the Chiefs leading them to a pretty healthy win, I I would say, over the Chiefs. It'll be, L- it'll be a weird game.
3: Let me launch off you there, Dave. Let me tell you why this, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go in there and fucking dog walk the Kansas City Chiefs, all right? Mike Tomlin's got the boys fired up. Did you see the locker room video? Mike Tomlin understands that them boys just saved his streak of never having a losing season. Them boys all – did you see the feels they had for Big Ben? They're going to go out there. They're not letting Ben go out like this. They're going to go out there. Najee Harris, he's going to come in there, he's going to go Pittsburgh, building their city around me now. Big Ben's on his way out. I'm going to pick this city up. We're going to march right through Kansas City on our way to a playoff loss next round. (laughs) Uh, And that defense, they're going to get in there because Patrick Mahomes is officially – tied for ninth in the league for most quarterbacks. Realistically, that's because the breakdown goes, there's two people tied for first. There's three people tied for second. There's three people tied beyond that. Like it breaks down in that way. So really Patrick Mahomes is only four interceptions removed from throwing the most interceptions in the NFL, right? Which is a lot. It is a lot. But Patrick Mahomes is vulnerable. The Chiefs showed that they ha- can forget who they are, and that defense at one point was the worst-ranked defense in the league. Pittsburgh Steelers got the feel good. They got the energy. They got the juice. They're playing for so much more than just a playoff win, and they're not they're, they're going to go in there. They're going to capture that momentum and ride the lightning straight into the teeth of whatever they're facing in the next round.
1: The Titans. Oh,
3: well then, yeah, they're going to get their ass
1: kicked. But, <laughs> yeah, oh, there's
3: you know. no no question about it.
2: Well, actually, now that you mentioned the Titans, I would like to say my first hot take. I think the Titans are going to look like shit in the divisional. I think that even if they have Derrick Henry back, I think he's going to be like, he really hasn't had, you know, I sure, he's at practice time, but like hasn't had a lot of time to get back. The Titans certainly look human. Um, I mean, they lost the fucking Jets for God's sakes. Um, I think, and they almost lost to Trevor Simeon. That's true. Um, I think, <laughs> I think they're gonna they're gonna play the Bengals. It's gonna be at home. Nashville is gonna be fired up, but Joe Burrow is going to absolutely shit on them, and it's gonna be like legitimately. It's gonna be like a forty point blowout.
3: Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Joe, what's your next, what's your hot take here? We started with David Mines first. We got a, we got a taste of match. You got another one for us here? Yeah. So I have a few brewing, probably not enough time to
0: share all of them, but, Oh, I'll have to probably I'll have to pull out one of my best ones. So, you know, here's what I think is probably going to go down. So I know I said earlier that the Bills are going to be the Patriots because the Patriots are simply, they're not going to be prepared yet again for a team that is clearly superior to them. However, I kind of had this thought earlier this week, and I was thinking like, Hmm, you know, Bill Belichick hasn't sniffed the playoffs for two years, you know? So like he's really aching, really aching to make some noise, especially against the divisional rival. Now, I think he's going to you know, go all stops. He's going to be looking at the film from last game. He's going to be seeing what their defense did wrong, what the offense did wrong, what happened. And I think he's going to fix all those mistakes, the coaching mistakes he made, as well as a lot of the mistakes that the defense and the offense made. I think the Patriots are going to make enough noise to beat the Bills. And I think they will at least make it to the championship game. And they'll be playing whoever, the Bengals, the Titans, I don't know. Um, But like, I'm kind of on this Bill Belichick like fanboy train. I just really like Bill as a coach. I think he's a really good coach. He's obviously the greatest of all time, if not one of the greatest coaches of all time. And he's just so damn adaptable and flexible. And he has the most playoff experience of any of the coaches who are in the playoffs right now, by far. So I think he's going to go you know, super Saiyan, full-on evil genius. He's going to pull some strings, at least take them to the AFC Championship game.
3: You know, I got to kind of sympathize. I got to <laughs> kind of sympathize for for uh, for other teams. It's not fair that, you know, the inventor of the playoff model, Bill Belichick, gets to be there forever because he's fucking ancient uh, and probably yes. has more football knowledge than any of the coaches in the league right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Interesting take. I mean, I can see it. Like I said, I, I I'm kind of riding the Bill Belichick train as well. Uh, and that pains me because I fucking hate the Patriots with a fiery passion. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But Bill Belichick is he finds a way. Uh, I think I said this last episode, if I didn't I'll put it here, Bill Belichick took what should have been years of rebuild and made it one year. Yeah one down year we're back in the playoffs fuck you yep like yeah rookie quarterback and then
0: however many free agent signings they had i mean they signed a shit ton of free agents they signed matthew judon hunter henry johnny smith like I, i a shit ton of other guys completely brand new to the team have to learn the system all this other shit they had a slow start to the season they came back played just well enough to make it into the playoffs And Bill Belichick is like, okay, I'm in my Zen now. I'm in the playoffs. All I got to do is just think about the Bills and just the Bills alone. I don't have to think about anything else at the moment. Just think about beating the Bills. And even though the Bills, like personnel-wise, are the more talented team, Josh Allen, way better than Mac Jones. Stefan Diggs, way better than any receiver on the Pats. Um, Micah Hyde. Better arguably not better, but he's playing better than the path safety. Uh what's his face? The bald guy? Devin McCourty. Yeah. Yep. Um, just just everyone on the bills is playing better than anyone on the paths right now, but the edge is Bill Bilichick. And like you said, he he he's I mean, he has he more finds a way. than any of the other coaches there. Yeah, and he finds a way. He's adaptable, he's not going to take any stupid risks, but he's also not going to be too conservative. He's going to call the plays he thinks he needs to call to win the game and nothing more. He's and he's going to move,
3: move the ball, run the clock. Dave, do you want to give a quick response? Then I've got one, one thought here. And then I know and I've got Dave. one more. So yep. Dave, what are you thinking here? What do you got for us? I got nothing for you guys. Got nothing. All right. Got nothing for you. Here's mine. And it again, goes back to one of my playoff predictions. I think, uh, I said the 49ers were taking that game, and I think it's because they're going to go down there. I think they're going to put up 200 yards rushing on LA. I think that Debo Samuel's going to get 150 scrimmage yards. That boy's going to be out there working, uh, and and carry carry them into a uh, pretty nice playoff victory against the LA Rams with uh, what it, I can't I can't remember his first name, but Mitchell, their running back uh, looking pretty damn good. last Eli Mitchell. week. Yeah. Yeah. Looking pretty damn good last week. Uh, and Jimmy G coming in when he has to, uh, and making a few clutch plays. Uh, I think they're feeling hot again. I'm, I'm going to say Kyle Shanahan, um, has, has had, he, he finds a way, he finds a way too. I also said they were taking on the Rams. They're not, they're taking on uh the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that Kyle Shanahan has shown, uh, A really good yeah just a good history of of putting the pieces together and 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 knocking off a lot of these teams the other thing with it the Cowboys if you really look at their games people that are physical with them and can run the ball on them whoop their ass they they can't beat you if you can be physical and I think that Kyle Shanahan showed in his most recent game that he will stick to the run even if it looks bad they were down 17-0 sticking to the run and yeah. that's what they're going to do the cowboys aren't going to be able to handle it 200 yards rushing from the 49ers debo gets 150 plus scrimmage yards
0: yeah i think you you, you kind of nailed it there uh debo samuel he doesn't play wide receiver um he plays football yeah. he's just an offensive weapon and i agree with you i think the 49ers are going to win i don't think they're going to put up the production that you're talking about. Again, I think it's going to be 13 to nine. I think it's going to be a very low scoring game. The Cowboys uh, offense is going to get bullied into a corner and they're going to finally, someone in the league is going to show them, Hey, when you play a defense, that's not a bunch of fluff, you know, you're not that good. And I think the 49ers are going to impose their will on the ground. Uh, Michael Parsons is not really going to be a factor at all. Trayvon Diggs might pick off Jimmy G once or twice, uh, but ultimately I don't think it's going to matter. And I think the 49ers are going to have the edge there. I, I, I like that hot take, John. That's a good one. I appreciate it. Matt, what do you Matt, got? You said you had one more thing. Yeah. Yeah. Got one more thing.
2: So first of all, this is just, I'm not going to go into it, but I love the fact that the offensive weapon is coming back. Taysom Hill, Debo Samuel, Cordero Patterson. Love it um very excited to see that happen but my hot take does not have to do with football directly um i think that and don't tell me who's playing the halftime show but i think the halftime show is going to suck and not just be like boring or like underwhelming no it's going to straight up suck and people are going to be talking about like how shitty of a halftime show it is
1: who is playing in the halftime? Um it's it's oh it's big. It was It's oh, a pretty big Dr. Dre, gosh. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary uh
3: Mary J Mary J Blige. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All right. Matt, ice okay. All right. That's actually
0: a really good take. No, 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 no. When you have a bunch of hot, you know, very popular artists and you just throw them together, you don't expect something to be incredible out of that. It's going to be like a shit show. It's
3: like here's the thing like though: you're throwing- not you're not throwing randoms together. You have Dre, Eminem, and Snoop Dogg that all have a historically very strong connection in in there. Kendrick Lamar has, I believe, done collabs with Snoop Dogg, Eminem. I don't think he's collabed with Dre, but I think Dre's produced him on a song. So the only one that sticks out to me is Mary J. Blige and maybe she what madonna's it from uh when they brought slash out and like tried to like just made it awkward like i think you have a like i hear what you're saying you're also in my opinion i find it interesting that we're bringing back the 90s uh with our halftime show or like the mid-2000s yes. rather i i guess not the 90s but like so that concerns me but i i I feel like the idea that you're throwing these superstars together, sometimes that doesn't, doesn't apply here. These guys have, have chemistry relationship documented. They've made money on it. It's, okay. it's
2: actually funny that you mentioned bringing back the, uh, the early two thousands because that take before I changed it was, I said there was going to be another nipple gate that happens at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be like, I don't know if it's going to be exactly a nip, a nip, but it'll be like... A lo- like a Lonnie Kravitz. Kravitz.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, I said there was this- going to be like some sort of scandal a la Nipplegate. Okay. I so it could it. be butt crack. It could be, yeah, ass crack gate. Yeah.
3: All right, Matt. I mean, well. you do have Eminem and Snoop Dogg out there. Somebody might just whip out their dick at one point. Let's be real. Like, do- I
2: would not be surprised. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's going to...
3: Snoop Dogg's gonna stand on stage, fucking smoking weed. That's gonna be the problem. He's gonna be so damn high. Oh, oh, it's in Florida. It's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Snoop Dogg once went to, and this is this this. I'm not gonna drag this out, but Snoop Dogg once performed at what was it? Ku for their halftime show and brought strippers out. <laughs> and then when the university freaked the fuck out, and the the news did an interview with Snoop Dogg. His legitimate quote was, you pay for Snoop, you're going to get Snoop. <laughs> okay, and that well. was his statement. Oh, my God. Snoop Dogg doesn't give a shit if the laws say anything. Well, it's, What are you going to do, rest him on stage? It's <laughs> going to be, whether we're
0: writing that it's going to be good or whether we're writing that it's going to be bad, I think regardless, it's going to be interesting to watch, and you would be smart to turn on your TV. When the halftime show is on, even if you have no interest in football, I think you should still watch the halftime show because it will be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you might get a, you might get a butt. You might get a butt. You might get a, a, you might maybe even a nut. (laughs) Like a left, a left nut.
2: Like
3: left left shark. shark.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Great mind. Left shark. Yes. I
3: love it, boys. I love it. Well, hey, that's some damn red hot takes. And that's what we have here at Rummed Up Red Zone, Rambling. And so I want to thank you boys for coming on tonight, getting these playoff predictions in. We're going to see how it goes. We heard how bad we did in our previous one. So hopefully we can rally up, except for Matt, the all-seer here looking into the damn crystal ball. Um, only down from here the one thing we do got to remember and we can decide this kind of off air and figure it out on our, on social media, it'll be posted most likely to rummed up reviews. But I do recall that at the end of that last episode, we said, Hey, well, whoever's the most wrong on these red hot takes has to like eat a pepper or have some hot sauce and everyone on the call said, yeah, okay. Uh, So we're going to have to figure out who was the most wrong uh, off air And uh, we'll get a little video of that or something and and put it up on social media because we're men of our words here at Rummed Up Red Zone Rambling. With that, boys, anybody want to say any final words before we close out of here? Uh, Just that everyone
0: who listened to the end of this episode, thank you very much. We love our listeners. Thanks for listening to our uh, very hot take ramblings and sometimes very incoherent ramblings we really appreciate it
3: roll wave roll, <laughs> roll wave, wave. And roll go wave. bills
0: circle the damn wagons
3: <laughs> Hey, go pack go no with that boys thank you honestly thank you to all the listeners find us on twitter at rummed up reviews you can find all of us on there uh with all of our own independent social media handles as well and as always, make sure to like, share, tell your friends about it. Anything you can do to help us out with those listens, we appreciate. With that, we'll see you next time.